give God one more hand praise. Amen. We can wait on the Lord for a little while. That's all right. Oh, yeah, not more shot on our side. Hallelujah. We give God praise for what he's doing in the room. Somebody just give God praise for what he's doing. Lord, whatever you want to do in these pavilions, these are your services, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How many know these are the Lord's services? This is the Lord's house. My God, we don't want to come in his house and tell him when to move, how to move, what time to move. Amen. There's not a scheduled program here. If we have to wait for somebody to get a breakthrough today, certainly. We want to do that on today, man. Amen. We just praise you, Lord. We thank you. Somebody with just uplifted hands, just entertain the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for being good to us. Oh, God, as dear children, we gather here today thanking you and praising you, Lord God, for what you've done in this service thus far. I thank you for the anointing that we can feel. We thank you, Lord God, that you're not limited to time and space, Lord, or location. We thank you, Lord God, that you can visit each one of us as individuals. We praise you, Lord, for meeting here, Lord God, today. Father, we know there are many places that have gathered together to worship your name on today. Father, but I thank you, Lord God, that you can be with us today, Lord Jesus. While you're, Lord, seeing the needs of so many others, we thank you for visiting 6240. Thank you for remembering Agape. Thank you for remembering these that have gathered in this place, Lord God. We thank you for this moment that you've ordained. I praise you, God, that nobody's here by chance on today. Lord, I thank you, Father, that you know each one of us are down, sitting, and uprising, and all the details associated with our lives and the things that pertain to us. We bless you, Lord, right now, and we appreciate you for meeting us here. We do give you all the glory. Oh, God, let no flesh find glory in your presence. Lord, you are deserving of all the praise. We love you on today. We thank you for allowing us to be here today. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Hallelujah to God. close to you, just to be close to you, just to be close to you, is my desire, oh, just to be close to you, just to be close get in the word in just a moment just to be close So glad to see that. Let's give God praise for that soul. Amen. 
That's, that's worth us waiting for. Amen. Amen. Sometimes the Lord want to just move even the preacher out of the way. Amen. That's all right. Sometimes that happens. That's all right. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's get in the word this morning. Uh, Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from who, y'all? The Lord. And I don't know if there's anything I can do to fix the ringing. I don't know if there's something I need to do. Let me know. All right. But I'm going to lift up my heel, my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, y'all, which made what? Heaven and earth. I want to minister to you uh, from this subject today. The Father wants to help. The Father wants to help. I felt this in my spirit. I felt the Lord speak this to me even in this week. Found myself in a little distress. And I felt the Holy Ghost begin to minister to me. And or he ministered this to me. And I'm just hoping the Lord would bless me to minister this to you as he already has ministered in, it unto me. That the Lord, the Father, he wants to help. Father, Lord, we give you praise again today to be gathered in this house, in this pavilion. We thank you for this beautiful place, Lord. I'm so thankful that there was people who had a mind to work and a mind to give, Lord God. We're standing on the shoulders of great men and women of God who have allowed this endeavor to take place, Lord God. This building that we stand in today, I'm asking you, Lord God, to give this church many more years, Lord God. Of, of seeing your glory manifested in this place and your blessings and souls saved and people encouraged and strengthened, Lord. I pray, God, that you would even continue to help us, Lord, and bless the word even to go forth on today. Penetrate the heart and mind of every person, God. Give me your grace today to be able to preach this word and minister to the people. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated at this time. Uh, Father, he does want to help. Amen. He does want to help. Somebody, if you don't mind grabbing me one more bottle of water, I'd appreciate that. Um, and we give God praise for all the fathers that are here on today. Amen. We give God praise for our bishop of this house, Bishop Gary Burt. Thank God for him on today. I thank God this is my third Father's Day I've been able to celebrate. Amen. Thank God for that. We waited for a long, long, long time. Amen. I saw a lot of other folk being blessed. Amen. But we waited on the Lord. And so you wait on the Lord and be a good courage. And somehow, some way, amen, God's going to work it out for you. Amen. If you believe that, I can drop the mic right now. I already preached enough right there. Amen. If you believe that today, give God one praise. Amen. Uh, but anyway, fathers like mothers, they are pillars in their child's development. Y'all believe that? Fathers are important. Amen. Uh, father, our children look to their fathers for support, for stability, for structure, um, for uh, uh, discipline, uh, for nurturing. All of those things are important. Fathers, they serve as a covering, amen, a covering for their families. They protect, they provide, well, they ought to at least. They provide, they protect, and they ought to lead their households, amen. Y'all still believe that? First Corinthians chapter number 11 and 3, it says, But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man. Amen. Now, I know this might sound antiquated to you all in the year 2022, but the word of the Lord is forever settled in heaven. And it doesn't matter if you agree with it, if the times change, if the culture changes, this is the word of the Lord. And we thank God for all the fathers. One more time, put your hands together for the fathers in the house. Amen. But not only do we take, we thank God for the natural fathers, of course, today. I've heard it mentioned several in several testimonies. We thank God for our heavenly father. God is raising us, nurturing us. He's feeding us. He's providing for our every need. And he wants to be intimately involved in our lives. He's not some distant standoffish uh, God that you just got to Zoom every now and then. He wants to be uh, very well acquainted with all of your ways and with your lives. We are the children of God, the scripture declares. We can go to Romans chapter number 8 and 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? The sons of God. You know your word. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Daddy. We cry, Abba, Father. Amen. So we can enjoy an intimate, joyful relationship as a son of God 
rather than a slave or a bond servant. You ought to praise the Lord right there for that. Amen. You're living at a good time to be in this new covenant. Who, who is thankful today for this new covenant salvation? Amen. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. God wants us as little children to have complete dependence upon him. If we went over to the Gospels today, the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 18 and 1, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child, brought up a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Notice he says little children. He ain't talking about your rebellious knucklehead 16, 17, 18-year-old son or daughter uh, who want to take the car and all those type of things. We're not talking about that. We're talking about itty-bitty little children. And except you become as a little children, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Little children, what are they? they they're very dependent. They're very needy on their parents. Amen. They're helpless. They can't be left alone for a minute. If you even took your hand off them or your eye off them even for a minute, they get into trouble. You turn your back. I know this very well. Turn your back for a minute. Experienced this just on yesterday. Ooh, dealt with a whole lot of stuff um, the day before yesterday. Fooling around with little children. You turn your eye for one minute. Don't look away too long. They're quick to get in trouble. Amen. And God expects us to have this type of total dependency upon him as a little child would depend upon his father. Amen. I don't know about anybody else in here, but I want God to always look out for me. Anybody else feel the way that I do today? Lord, don't even leave me alone, not even just for a minute. Lord, I need you every hour. I need you every moment. Lord, I need you every second of the day. Lord, God, don't take your hand off. Don't turn your eye away from me, Lord. Lord, if you just remove your presence from me, where could I go? Who else could I turn to? Anybody else feel like they need the Lord? Somebody just throw your hands up right now. Say, Lord, I need you, Jesus. Come on, Lord, I need you. Keep your hand on me, Jesus. My God. This isn't a self-righteous type of attitude that I'm talking about today is not somebody in the room who feels like they pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps. If that's your testimony, I'm not talking to you today. You can go on and hop in your car and head on Georgetown Road right now. But the Lord said, blessed are the poor in spirit. These are those that have gathered in here today that realize without God, they are nothing. We're spiritually impoverished and bankrupt without God. We need the Lord. Everybody in here who realize they need the Lord, just give God a wave offering right now. Lord, I need you every hour. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody give God praise right now. He's looking for somebody who feels like they can't do it by themselves, who feels frustrated in their deficits and in their inabilities. Those who haven't been able to get right by themselves. Those who have tried self-help to no avail. He's looking for those who being left alone would be utter failures. Those who by themselves can't get it together. Those who are helpless and hopeless without him. Those who cry out in, de in desperation, Abba, Father, Daddy, come see about me. Father, God, help me. Anybody ever found themselves asking God for some help? But the word of the Lord for everybody under the sound of my voice today is the Father wants to help you. How about you help me just minister this word? Look down your road today and tell somebody today the Lord wants to help you. Come on, the Father wants to help you. If you feel totally helpless when it comes to living the life that God wants for you, I'm here with some good word for you today, some good news for you today. The Father wants to help you. Do you feel frustrated in your failures and in your setbacks? I'm here to declare to you today that the Father, yeah, he wants to help you. Do you feel outwitted and outnumbered and out-resourced? If that's your testimony, if that's your story, the Father wants to help you today. How many know the Father? He wants to help you. If you felt like you've disappointed yourself or you disappointed others or you, you made some wrong decisions or some wrong choices along the way. I'm here to give you some good news again today. The Father, yeah, he wants to help you. If you feel broken or regretful over bad choices or decisions, here to let you know God wants to help. Isn't that good news today? 
Isn't that good news for somebody the Father wants to have? If you feel broken on the inside, the psalmist declares, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. He saveth such that be of a contrite spirit. So if you're a struggling Christian in the room today, you're gathered in here in the sound of my voice, and you feel like you're at your wit's end, I want to let you know just one more time that the Father wants to help you. Come on and give God praise for the help of the Lord. Having therefore obtained help of God, we continue unto this day, not on our own merit, not on our own resources, not because we've been so good or we've been so smart or because we've dotted every I or crossed every T. Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. One more time, give God some praise. I believe it was in the book of Samuel that he set a stone called Ebenezer and said, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. The Lord has fought this battle. Let me just see you testify by just showing your hand right now. If you've seen the Lord make a way for you. If your back's been against the wall. If, if you felt like you didn't have enough or you came up short sometimes. And the Lord stepped in and saved the day. And he rescued you. And he got in the mess that you made. And he helped you in a time of trouble. You ought to give God praise for that today. Scripture declares, Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor, hataya, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If there's something down on the inside of you today that says, I want to be better, I want to walk taller, Lord, I want to live a life that's pleasing to you, I have good news. The Father wants to help, the Father wants to help, the Father wants to help you today. It's been said that God helps those who help themselves. How many people have heard that before? But let me step on a few toes right now. I might hurt somebody's feelings right now in the room. God don't just help those that help, help themselves. God helped you before you could even help yourself. Hello, somebody. When you were dead and trespassing, when you couldn't do nothing for yourself, God stepped in and helped. He helps the despised and the rejected of the world. He resists the proud and he embraces the humble. The Father helps those who are humble. We were lifeless. We were hopeless. We were dead. We couldn't do anything for ourselves. Don't you know your spirituality, your relationship with God, it didn't begin with your own effort. The scripture tells us herein is love. Not that we love God, that he loved us and he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Thank God for the love of Jesus. Somebody just entertained the presence of the Lord. Come on, just welcome him in the room right now. Thank God for your love. Come on and give God praise for the love of Jesus. My, my, my. If I told you that I love you, that's one thing. But when I tell you that Jesus loves you, that ought to mean something to somebody. If that means something to you today, we ought to hear you tell you, thank you, Lord, today. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. We were dead in trespasses and sins. Ephesians 2 and 1, and you hath he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course. You know you was out there doing everything you were big and bad enough to do, doing things your way, living how you wanted to live, making your own decisions, and you made shipwreck, made a mess of your life. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You walked according to the prince and the power of the air. You was living just like everybody else, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also... We all had our conversation in time past in the lust of the flesh, all of us fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, hallelujah, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead. What's that mean? You couldn't do anything for yourself. What can a dead man do? Can't do nothing but just sit there. We were dead in sins, but he hath quickened us together, given us that life-giving spirit. Hallelujah to God. Hath quickened us together with Christ, and by grace we are saved. Somebody give God praise for grace and for mercy on today. I said somebody give God, now hold on. Give God praise for grace and mercy. Maybe you haven't needed it like the next man has needed it. My God, but the same that it's been forgiven of much is the same that loveth much. Let me hear from those that needed a whole lot of grace and a whole lot of mercy right now. Come on, give God praise. Don't let that become just a cliche to you. Don't let that just be what the preacher's just saying. Come on, somebody. I don't need you to throw me a bone right now. Come on, give God praise for grace. Hallelujah and for mercy.
I don't know about you, but this boys need a whole lot of grace and mercy along the way. My God. Hallelujah to God. I needed a whole lot of grace and mercy. You know, as I stand here today, I stand in a whole lot of inadequacies. My God, if I'd let the enemy have a way, I, I wouldn't walk behind a pulpit at all. We wouldn't, most of us who grab this mic, we'd be so embarrassed, you know, as we, we think, you know, you're your own your worst critic. And, you know, you got an, a, an adversary called the enemy who is an accuser of the brethren daily. And I'd drop this mic and take a seat right now if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side to encourage me and to tell me, come on, boy, one more time. Get back in the fight. Get up from there sitting down and let the Lord use you. Come on. Get back on your feet. Dust yourself up and try one more time. I got you, boy. I'm going to help you. The Father is here to help somebody giving praise today. I'm here. So I don't know about you, but for me, all I can answer is for me. God gets the glory for me. My flesh can't glory in the presence of the Lord right now. That's why you go, I believe it was what, Revelations 4 or 14 around there somewhere. When the uh, 24 elders, they get up in heaven and they receive those crowns of victory. Scripture says that they cast down their golden crowns. It says, Lord, thou art worthy to receive glory and honor. Let me tell you this. If you make it on the other side, and I hope that we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoice. I hope those song, the songwriter's words come true, that we'll all get to heaven. But let me tell you this. If you get up there, ain't going to be no reason for you to boast or to brag in your own self or in the things that you've accomplished. It'll be by the mercies and the grace of God that you made it on the other side. Anybody want to go to heaven? If you want to go to heaven, my God, come on, give God praise. But let me let you know it will not be in and of yourself. You need the Lord. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for his precious shed blood. You look around in this place today, you don't see a whole lot of, uh, you know, real, real, real important people. Amen. I don't, I don't believe the president's ever come up at Agape at all. It ain't too many even doctors. Amen. We got Sister Angie. We give God praise for you. But, my gosh, she's about the only one. <laughs> I know I ain't trying to go back. My God, I got, I got through school on a wing and a prayer. I praise God for that. Ain't not a whole lot of doctors and lawyers and CEOs and uh, Fortune 500 company owners. You don't see that. Take a look around for a minute right now and look what you see. Even the Apostle Paul, he says in 1 Corinthians 1 and 26, for you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen what? The foolish things. Y'all know your word. God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, and things which are not to bring to not things that are. That no flesh should glory in God's presence. My God, ain't none of us got the right to boast of the brad. God, he visits us. Thank God he visits us in our afflictions. He's mindful of the little old nobodies that are gathered in the house. Those people who feel like they don't nobody know your name. Even the psalmist declares, but I am poor and needy. And yet the Lord, he thinks on me. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Who, is, who am I that you would even spend time thinking about me? Who am I that I would occupy the Lord's headspace, that he would have a moment of reflection and think about me? Somebody ought to thank God for having you on their mind today. My God, he's here to help every person in this room, and he's not here just to help those people that got it all together. My God, not just here to help everybody who's done all the right thing, but he's here to help the misfits and the outcasts and the despised and the rejected of the world. Am I talking to anybody in here? Is there a church here today? My God, look in Mark chapter number 2 and 16 in the Gospels. And when the scribes and the Pharisees saw him eat with the publicans and sinners, they said unto him, unto his disciples, How is, is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? Listen to what Jesus said. And he heard and he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of a physician, my God, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners 
to repentance. My God. So in this room today, I imagine there's a few people that have gathered in this room. Maybe we got a few who might feel like you're an outcast, that you've been rejected or you've been despised. Maybe you feel like that you're a misfit. And even in here, as we gather with all these nice looking good people in the room, I could imagine that there are a few Pharisees who might have gathered in the midst, maybe sitting among them, judging the people. But let me tell you here on today, if you are in that category of being an outcast or in that category of being a misfit, don't pay any attention on today. I'm here to preach this word to you and I feel all of heaven backing me up right now. The Father is here to help you right now. Don't pay nobody no attention who might give you a glance or a hard stare or a glare right now. The Father is here to help you. Come on out of the shadows, Mephibosheth. Come on and pull up a seat at the master's table. Come and dine. The table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. Somebody give God one more praise today. Hallelujah. Well, yeah, the Father's here to assist any person who's willingly who willingly just throws up a hand and said, Lord, I need you. Just like a little child, Lord, I need you every day, every hour. When I look at my kids, you know, I, I think little bitty kids, I'm talking about, you know, an infant, I can't do nothing for themselves. Can't, if, I, if me and Micah decided to go out of town even for a day, even a couple of hours, I mean, Lord, have mercy. I mean, what would I come back to? I mean, Lord, can't change diapers. Can't make no bottles, can't open the baby food jars, can't do anything, you know, struggles and sounds get to the point struggling to open up doors and things, you know, crying, you know, for us. That's about the listen, that's about the only thing little children know how to do real well. Y'all hear that? But the only thing a little child know how to do real well is to cry, Daddy, I need some help. Mommy, I need some help. And I'm talking to somebody in the room right now. I know you might not know a whole lot of scriptures today. You might not have any elaborate prayer to pray. You might not have all the sophisticated church lingo. But if you just know how to lift up your voice and just cry, Daddy. some help. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Has anybody been there? For, don't just sit there and look at me. Anybody been there before? Help! The Father is here to help. Don't matter what time it is of the day. It don't matter what he's doing. He ain't never too busy to see about you. I heard Sam crying for me about 1 a.m. in the morning. Daddy! And I know that cry, Daddy, Daddy. Sam, no, we ain't worried about you being in their sleep. Don't you know that even the psalm of this father, he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. My God, he's here to help somebody. I dare somebody who needs some help right now just cry, Father, help. My God. Don't you know he had all these folks crying out? Don't you know he knows the sound of your voice? Don't you know he can distinguish your cry from the next man's cry? He knows what you stand in need of. This is our Abba Father, well acquainted with all of our ways. Not some distant God who just sends you a child support check every now and then. God is with you, waking you up every morning, starting you on your way, giving you the strength to dress yourself and allowing you to be clothed in your right mind. A God that we don't just lock up at agape, but it'll go to your house, go on your job or travel in your car. Somebody give God praise if you know the Savior today. The Father's here to help. One more time, just help me right now. Help this poor preacher minister this word. Look down your road, tell somebody, the Father's here to help. My God, if you just know how to cry out, I wonder if somebody knows how to cry out to God today. My Lord, hallelujah. I'm reminded of those two blind men, hallelujah, who sat by the wayside. They heard that Jesus was traveling through. They got, it was noise abroad. There was a crowd that had gathered and Jesus was passing through the town. And these two blind men, they didn't stay quiet, but they said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. 
And as they began to cry out, all of a sudden the disciples and those that were trying to keep order, I can imagine them trying to hush them. Now get quiet now. Hush, be quiet. Now you know we got an important visit. But they cried out all the more. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. They stopped worrying about what the crowd thought. They stopped worrying about what the onlookers thought about them. And Jesus stopped. Don't you know that your cry can stop Jesus in his tracks and God will come see about you. My God, we serve a compassionate God. Anybody know and thank God for compassion? Has anybody ever needed God's compassion before? My, 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 our Father's here to have compassion. And so Jesus had compassion on them and he touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received their sight. Somebody who's wandered into agape on today, don't you know God can open up your blinded eyes today? God can open up your spiritually blind eyes today. He can cause the scales to fall off your eyes and open your eyes up to the deceitfulness of sin to see how this thing that you got such a hold of is messing your life up and suddenly you come to an altar and repent of your sins and you can leave this place changed. The Father is here to help. Somebody give God praise one more time. <laughs> Hallelujah. What not my Oh, yeah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hoshia. Somebody just wave a hand in God's presence right now. Lord, hallelujah. Oh, the Father is here to help. I can just imagine him just walking around the room right now here to help somebody. I don't know anything about you. I might not know your name. I don't know anything about you. Amen. Every visitor in this room, I've seen some, a few people in there. I ain't never seen your face before, but God knows you. And the Father is here to help you on today. My God, don't you know when my kids need something, they ain't concerned about embarrassing me, nothing like that. And they, they come down right, and boy, if I let them come right down the aisle right now, Daddy, I need some help. Our Father has compassion. My God, hallelujah. He had compassion in Matthew 9 and 36. He had compassion on the multitude. I'm going to try to get to a close here. I know y'all sitting outside, but let me just go ahead and talk about this compassionate Father right now who wants to help us. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they were gathered as a, a, a sheep that had no shepherd. My God. We go to Matthew 14 and 14. He had compassion on those that were sick. You can go to Mark chapter number 1 and 41. You can read on how he had compassion on the leper. He put forth his hand and touched him and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. Jesus had compassion on the man that was possessed with devils. My God. And he cast all of those devils out and they went into a herd of the swine. And the man set up cold in his right mind. Jesus having compassion on the man. Didn't just leave him in the mess that he had made. Thank God for a compassionate God. And he says, how be it Jesus suffered him not but saith unto him, go home to thy friends and tell him how great things the Lord had done for thee and had, had compassion on thee. Compassion, what's that mean, y'all? It's sympathetic, it's a pity, it's a concern for somebody of the sufferings or the misfortunes of somebody else. My God. And the Father is here to let you know I have compassion on you today. Jesus had compassion on the widow woman, the poor, the rejected, the despised of this world. Jesus even tells the parable of the prodigal son, the prodigal son who had left his father's house, who had spent all of his money in riotous living, suddenly he finds himself eating from a pig's trough, and he comes to himself, has a moment of reflection, and he comes to himself. Let me come back to my father's house. Let me ask him if I could at least be a servant. And the scripture tells us, and he arose and came to his father but when he was a great way off his father saw him what's the scripture say he had compassion and ran and fell on his neck he ran after his father he fell on his on his son's neck and he kissed him having compassion on him kill the fatty calf come on let's make merry for my son who was dead is alive again he that was lost is found and they began to make merry jesus is compassionate he knows about all of your sorrows. He knows about all your struggles. He knows about all your obstacles. He knows about your down sittings and your uprisings, your tests and your temptations. Don't you know you don't have a high priest that can be not, cannot be touched by the feeling of your infirmities? What's the scripture say? That he was on all points tempted like as we are and yet without sin. Anybody glad to know a high priest that can relate to us? That knows what it's like to walk in this flesh. That knows what it's like to have obstacles like we do. My God. And I'm telling you, after God cleans you up, 
I hope that you can stay relying upon him. I hope that you can have a total dependency on him. After God uses you in ministry, I hope you can still have total dependence on God. After the Lord allows you to do great things for him, to, to minister for him, or to say perhaps you lay your hands on the sick and they recover. Uh, perhaps the Lord allows you to do some miraculous thing for him. I hope you have enough common sense to realize I have to give God all the honor. I have to give God all the glory. I have to give all the praise, and I am totally dependent upon the Lord. Come on, little children right now. Anybody in here dependent upon the Father right now? Come on, little children. My God, thank you, Jesus. But you know, a lot of times what happens, brethren and us praying, uh, Lord, help me. You know, we end up doing, Lord, we say, Lord, I got this. We start to look at our own talents. We look at our own merit. We look at the things that we have achieved and all those things. And what do we do? We often make shipwreck and we fail and we try and we fail and we try and we fail and we fail and we try and we try and we fail until we finally throw our hands up and say, Lord, I need help. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by your spirit, Lord. I cannot do this by myself, Lord. I need you now. You got to become like a little, chill, a little child if you want God to help you. We got to quit trusting in our own abilities and look to our heavenly father. But you know that sometimes the Lord, he allows us to go through certain things. Listen to me, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. But he allows us to go through certain obstacles, allows us to experience certain trials and tests and things that we go through and afflictions and struggles and thorns in our flesh. Why does he allow us to go through those things? Because he wants us to rely on him. Anybody ever dealt with a thorn in your flesh before? Anybody ever had one of those before? Anybody ever, even naturally speaking, dealt with a thorn bush? I can remember riding my bike one time as a kid. I, I was over my grandma's house. She used to have all these trails and things that we would go through as, as kids, riding bikes. Now, kids today, I don't even play outside no more. You look around, you don't see them out. You, you look at a whole apartment, you don't see no kids. Inside, the only, only thing they got strong on them is thumbs. I'm playing video games all day long. But back in the day, we used to play, we used to go outside and play. And I remember being on this particular trail, riding my bike through, and all of a sudden, you know, I was coming down and I, I decided to do a little Willie. Y'all know how to do those? Y'all know how to do no Willie. Raise your hand if you know how to do a Willie. All right, we got one or two folks. Well, Sister LaFreya know how to do it. <laughs> now, real talk, back in the day, we would put up, uh, I'm telling you, we would play games like curveball. Who played curveball? Y'all don't know nothing about curveball. <laughs> Sit down. Brother Harry, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, seriously, we would do things like that. I would, we'd find a, a brick or a couple of bricks or maybe one of the old cinder blocks or something, put an old board on it, and we would go ride as fast as we can. Y'all know about that? And here, what we do? <laughs> Make a ramp. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Sister Regina. Make us a ramp. But anyway, I don't know what I was doing riding through this particular trail, and all of a sudden I decided to do some type, got on a, do some type of jump or whatever on my bike, <laughs> fell down into a whole briar bush. I don't know what it was, a whole thorn bush. And I'm just sitting there with my bike in this thorn bush, in the woods, <laughs> stuck all over. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Any, any little kids outside, y'all play? Remember, now there's, I don't even know if these things still exist, but back in the day, Remember them little things you come and help be stuck all on your little socks? Them little itty bitty little balls. <laughs> well, I, don't, them little, I don't even know them things, but they hurt. They hurt. Y'all know what I'm talking about, them little bitty itty bitty little things. But I remember we come in the house, ooh, you sit down on and you get one of them things in you. Talking about thorns, my goodness. But we know about thorns, naturally speaking. But let's just look at this spiritually speaking right now. Anybody had a thorn in your flesh? Maybe some struggle that you, something that you didn't want to be dealing with. Maybe an attack in your body, a sickness or a disease or some character flaw or, or something that you just don't want to be bothered with but you're dealing with. Sometimes the Lord allows us to experience this frustration in our walk with him so that we will never feel as if we have arrived on our own and that we will always stay totally dependent upon God so that we'll always be reaching up saying, Lord, I need you every day. I need you every day every hour. I need you every moment of my life. Sometimes those of you, are, let me see the hands of those that, are, that got back from uh, last week's church retreat. Didn't we have a time? But am I the only one that's already having something I got to reach up to God for? My goodness, we just got back 
from church camp. Lord, I need you even right now. Somebody give God praise if you know what I'm talking about. Come on, holler back at me. God got me up here confessing my stuff. Y'all sitting up here looking at me like you just had a, a, a great week. Good for you. But some of us, we caught back, and already the enemy is already fighting. The, the enemy is already trying to distract us. The, the enemy is already tempting us, trying to get us to take a, do, a detour. Already we're dealing with flesh and struggles and maybe sickness and pain and things that are difficulty and frustration. My God, even the apostle Paul. I don't need y'all right now because we even got the apostle Paul who had a thorn in his flesh. Now, if you know the Apostle Paul was dealing with something, you know we're going to be dealing with something, too. What did Paul say in the book of 2 Corinthians? I believe it was. I think it's chapter number 12. I got it written down somewhere here. Amen. Lord, help me. 2 Corinthians chapter number 12. And what does he say here? He said, I was caught up. Poof. About 14 years ago, as he's writing the book of Corinthians, 14 years before I wrote this letter to you all, I, had, I was called up into the third heaven, up into a paradise. And I saw things that were not lawful for any man to utter. Never told anybody about this testimony. But God allowed me to see some great things, some noteworthy things that I haven't made mention of at all. I don't know if it was an in-body experience or an outer-body experience. It was so tough. But I had this great vision. I never, but I'm not going to glory. And that is what he says. We go to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations. Listen, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. The messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. The Lord sometimes allows the enemy to come in to buffet you. Hello. Come on, Job. Job began to testify. He's sitting there minding, up on, minding his own business. And one day, what happened? The sons of God came to visit, and Satan came also. My God, here's Paul minding his own business, doing the work of the Lord, and Satan comes to Buffett. But the Lord monitors every test and every struggle and every problem that you go through, every pain that you experience in your body, every frustration. You ought to give God praise to know that God monitors everything that you're going through, and he won't put more on you than you're able to bear. But listen to what he says. There was, and unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations, it was given to me a thorn in the flesh. Now, some popular theories, nobody really knows what that thorn in the flesh is. There's some people that think it might have been some type of temptation. You know, I know a lot of you all believe it was some chronic eye problem. He had eyes that weep, malaria. Some people think maybe it was migraine. Some people think it was epilepsy. Some people even think it was some uh, speech disability. But maybe the reason why the Lord allows us not to know exactly what it is is because if we knew, maybe you would think that your sister situation didn't fit. Maybe if you thought that yours wasn't exactly like his, that the Lord wouldn't be there to help you. But listen, the Lord, Paul sought the Lord three different times. Has anybody else in here, you sought the Lord a bunch of times about something? I'm talking about you prayed once. My God, Lord, help me. Father, help me. Then you got back on your knees. Anybody ever put some fasting on things? Anybody? Let me see just a show of hands of people that prayed for a week about some things. Anybody gone to months about some things? Anybody got some prayers that you've been praying for years? I remember Bishop used to do this, and I'd be like, Lord Jesus, don't let that be my story. But finally, I've arrived at the point where I've had some decades of praying. Amen. Anybody been going through some things for a while? The Lord sometimes allows us to go through these things. And so as Paul began to seek the Lord, listen to what he says. The Lord answers back and says, my grace is enough. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. My God, and I'm here today to tell somebody, God's strength is made perfect. That thing that you struggle with, that secret you don't want to tell nobody about, that thing that you struggle with again and again and again, that sickness that you sought the Lord for over and over again. Perhaps that's just a beautiful backdrop for God's strength to show up perfectly in your life. So that God will allow you to, com to be completely dependent upon him. So that your flesh will never be able to find glory. So that you'll always be looking up as a little child to receive from the Lord. Somebody one more time just bless the name of Jesus with, us, with me on today. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. The Father is here to help. The Father is here to help. The Father is here to help, to help, to help, to help, to help. Lord, I just want to thank you right now for your help. Come on, just take a minute and just imagine God coming by to see about you. My God. I know it might not be the answer that you wanted to have. If the Lord answers back and said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness, that's not nothing you can shout over right now. Amen. There's times. I mean, I'm not going to get up. I'm not no gimmicky preacher just to get up here and tell you, oh, the Lord, you pray and the Lord just comes by and heals your body. Oh, I prayed and oh, the Lord just did this miraculous thing. Sometimes the Lord does, but sometimes the Lord allows us to go through some things. But regardless, I want you to know today that the Father is here to help you. My God. Give me just a, a few minutes longer, y'all. I, I promise you, just a few minutes longer. Anybody in here that ever feels forsaken? Is that anybody you feel left? Father's here to help you. When your mother and father forsake you, then the Lord will take you up. Anybody ever found yourself in some trouble before? Am I talking to anybody in here? Found yourself in trouble? Father's here to help you. Psalms 46 and 1, God is our refuge and our strength. He is a very present help in the trouble, in the time of trouble. My God. God is our refuge. God is our strength. A very present help in the time of trouble. Anybody ever found themselves in temptation before? The Father's here to help. Father's here to help. Amen. There's no temptation taking you that was such as common to man. But God is faithful. God is faithful. Somebody say that with me. God is faithful. He ain't going to allow you to be tempted above what you're able. But will with the temptation, what will he do, y'all? Come on, somebody. The Father is here to help. Somebody give God some praise on today. Anybody in here ever needed some forgiveness? I don't see nobody raising their hand. And most of y'all sitting up here. Come on, anybody. Come on. Somebody needs you right now. Needs you just to testify about raising your hand. If you needed some forgiveness today, the Father is here to help. The Father is here to help. The Father is here to help. Listen to what the scripture says, Psalms 103 and 11. For as a heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward him that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Anybody here ever felt like they've been, they were inadequate? Maybe two or three people, one, two, three, four, five. You feel like you just don't measure up? Amen. Maybe you got called into the ministry, called to do something. Somebody asked you to do something. You feel like you don't have what it takes. Come on, the Father's here to help you. Don't you know we don't go in our own strength? Anytime that you grab this mic, don't you grab it in your own talent. Don't you grab it in your own ability. Don't you grab it in your own merit. Amen. But always before you step before this desk, always say, Lord, I need you. Come on, somebody. Anybody that needs the Lord, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What's the scripture say? We shall receive power after what? He didn't just send them out here. He said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Don't you know that the Holy Ghost will bring back to remembrance everything that the Lord has taught us? Thank God. Amen. Anybody ever need a peace of mind today? You need some peace of mind? The Father's here to help you. My God. If you need peace of mind, thou will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in, in, in thee. If you've ever felt lonely before, I just want to talk to everybody. Just give me about another two or three minutes right now. Anybody ever felt lonely in the room? Hey Amen. And you, I'm going to let you know this. You can have a whole bunch of kids, a whole bunch of cousins. Cousins, and you can be in a crowded place and still feel lonely. I, maybe everybody don't know what I'm talking about. Just because you're surrounded by a whole lot of people, but you can feel like in a whole room of people and nobody can identify with me. Feel like you're all alone, but the Father is here to help you. Listen to what he says. For he hath said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. That ought to encourage somebody. If you're feeling afraid, anybody ever wrestle with fear? The Father is here to help you. My God, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength. And my song, he also has become my salvation. If you find yourself wrestling with guilt, I got one person, two people. Three, I'm going to raise both my, if I can get my feet up, I would. Boy, oh, my God. 
You find yourself ever wrestling with guilt? Listen to what the scripture says. The Father's here to help you. Romans 4 and 7, you better listen, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. My God, somebody, if we don't, if we don't give no God, if, if you don't give praise for nothing else, you ought to praise God right there. Don't impute your sin. It's been expunged from your record. It's just as if you never did it. You got online to see your record, and you all of a sudden thought that you was going to see that big old record and that rap sheet. You know all the things you were guilty as charged, but thanks be to God. Hallelujah. What'd you say, Sister Rasheed? I like what you said. It's gone. Paid in full. Somebody give God praise. The Father is here to help. My God. Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through. My God. Give me just another minute. If you feel like you're weary, come unto me, all ye the weary. Right, heavy laden, I'll give you rest. When the load seems heavy, what does he say? Cast your cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you. If you're in a season of waiting, anybody ever been there before? In a season of waiting, what does he say? But those that wait, they that wait upon the Lord, what's it going to do? They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. My God. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Those of you all who worried about the outcome of a situation, the Father, he's here to help you on today. My God, Romans 8 and 28, we know all things work together for the good of them to love God, to the called according to his purpose. Amen. Anybody who's gone through a trying situation, your back's up against the wall, you got a thorn in your flesh, I can hear the Lord tell you, as he told Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. My God. I'm going to close out with this psalm right now, Psalms 121. Maybe you need to open up your Bible. We're going to close out today the same way that we started. On to that one, everybody right now, stand with me right now. You grab your Bibles just one last time as we come to a close. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. I will lift up my Psalm 121. Come on, y'all read it. Read it out loud. Come on, because the Father's here to help somebody on today. Psalms 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto. this time forth, even forevermore. Come on and drop your Bibles right now and give God one more praise on today. Mm -mm. You are my strength, strength like no other, strength like no other. Reaches to me. You are my strength, strength like no other. Oh, yes, you are. Strength like no other. Reaches. One last time. Come on, everybody. You are my strength, strength like no other, strength like no other, reaches to me. The Father's here to help in the fullness of your grace in the power of your name you lift me up somebody you ought to feel the lord helping you right now you lift me up 
one more time. You are my strength. You are my strength. My God. Strength like no other. If you need some help today, I dare you come to this altar. I've done my best to try to tell you the Father's here to help you. Reaches, reaches to me. You are my strength. One more time. You are my strength. My God. Strength like no. Oh, somebody needs some help. That's all right. Strength like no other. Reaches to me. In the fullness. In the fullness. Now, let me tell you this. When you come to this altar, don't you come up here like you are uh, some grown, strong woman or man. You come like a little child. Come on and just say, come on, Father, help me. Father, help me. The Father wants to help you. The Father wants to help you today. The Father wants to help you today. Anybody else need some help today? You lift me up. some help. Come on, we're about to pray. I just feel like I ought to extend this altar call just a little while longer. You are, you are my strength. Strength like no one. I don't care what it is on today. Come on, get some help. Strength like no Come on, give God praise, saints. Come on, give God praise. You lift me up. Oh, in the fullness, in the fullness of your grace, in the power of your name, you lift me up. Anybody else need some help? The Father wants to help you today. But we know not what we should pray for as we all. Sometimes you don't know what to pray for. Listen, sometimes you can get on your knees. you all torn, emotions all over the place, mind all over the place. Sometimes even some bad thought might even come to your mind. But don't you know the Spirit will intercede for you with groanings that cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. He maketh intercession for the saints of God according to the will of God. I dare you let the Lord, come on, let the Holy Ghost pray for you. Hey, in the fullness of your grace, in the power of your name. Come on, just begin to pray. 
Come on, you don't have to have some sophisticated, elaborate prayer. It don't have to sound good. Come on, if you would just begin to Lord, say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. The Father wants to help you today. You lift me up. One more time, everybody. You are, you are my strength. Strength like no other. Strength like no other. Reaches to me.
I don't care what you've done. I don't care how long you've done it. I don't care how what kind of mess you've been involved in. Come on and pull up a table. Pull up a chair to the table. The Father wants to suck with you. The Father wants to dine with you today. And he's here to help. One last time. still coming. Good. Come on. Come on. That's what it's about. And it flows to the lowest. All right. Now, just before we go, and I see some leaving already, and that's fine. You can leave. But listen, uh, just take somebody by the hand right now before we go, and then you can feel, consider yourself to be dismissed after this. Uh, please join us again tonight at 6.30. We do have service again on tonight. Again, happy Father's Day to everybody. I'm just so glad the Father's here to help somebody. And just as a point of contact right now, if you just find maybe just somebody to grab their hand right now, if they feel comfortable with that, or maybe just form a small group. Lord, help Sister Ruthie. Oh, Hold on, y'all. Oh, help the things that pertain to. Help our mother, Lord. Save her family. Come on. In the name of Jesus. All right, now you all begin to pray for that person right now. Just take a moment and pray for them. Lord, give this person the help that they need today. Come on, just a moment. Just pray for them today. It won't kill you to pray for them. Lord, help them in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. God, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. You know exactly what each person needs in the room today. I pray for them, Lord God, that you'd encourage them and give them the strength that they need. Wherever they might feel like they lack or discouragement, Lord God, I pray for them right now, Lord God. You know every thorn that they experience in their flesh, God. But I thank you that your strength is made perfect in their weakness. Hatiah, help them to depend on you, Lord God. I pray, God, that you would show up strong on their behalf, God. But when we are weak, that's when you are strong. Lord God, I pray that you would exceed their expectation and do great things for them. These and other blessings we ask in the wonderful name of Jesus. We give your name the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.